And I pray that it is, as we end this year of grace 2018 and enter another year, 2019, with the same confidence in our Lord and Savior. I, my apologies, I misspoke when I said the gospel was the basis for the message. I picked another text from Mark, uh, chapter 4, verse 35. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? that even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the word of the Lord. In that Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, dear fellow redeemed of the Most High God. Well, how was your 2018? If it was anything like mine, uh, you should be able to recall some pretty stormy weather in your life, some rough sailing, and perhaps like the folks in the paths of Hurricane Florence in the Carolinas and Hurricane Michael in the panhandle of Florida, or, or those who were literally under fire in northern and southern California, and even now those experiencing flooding in the south, you can identify with those we ordinarily hear about in the aftermath of Christmas on St. Stephen's Day or on the day that we celebrate the slaughter, celebrate, the slaughter of the innocents. Perhaps you've had that kind of year, a Herod sort of year, where it seemed like things were chasing you and piling up and working against you, seeking to do you in, to do you harm. Perhaps that's why our church forefathers, placed the commemoration of those events in the shadow of Christmas. I know that's why I sort of played with the lessons for today. In order for us to ponder the events of this past year as it comes to a close. For even if your personal life wasn't so stormy, national and international events certainly were. In our text for today, in the midst of a storm, Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat. And while the storm didn't get his attention, it certainly got the disciples' attention. They try as they might, they couldn't get the boat bailed even though they were working feverishly, even though they were experienced fishermen. More on that a little bit later. The storm has a way of getting our attention, does it not? If you've been in a really bad storm, you know how it consumes your thoughts and your activity. 
our lives are also filled with storms, not just inclement weather, but storms of trials that affect us personally and maybe our loved ones as well. Some are man-made, some are self-made, and yes, some are God-made. We don't look for those types of storms. We don't ask for them. For with storms usually comes pain and destruction. And storms have a tendency to expose our weaknesses and frailty. No, rather than storms, we would rather lead a peaceable and peaceful life. Christian singer Ray Boltz wrote a song entitled The Anchor Holds. The lyrics are as followed. You'll hear them later. I have journeyed through the long dark night out on the open sea. By faith alone, sight unknown, and yet his eyes were watching me. The anchor holds, though the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I have fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas. The anchor holds in spite of the storm. He goes on to say in another verse, I've had visions, I've had dreams, I've even held them in my hand, but I never knew that they would slip right through like they were only grains of sand. I've been young, but I'm older now, and there has been beauty these eyes have seen, but it was in the night through the storms of my life. Oh, that's where God proved his love to me. That song has meant a lot to me, especially in the latter years of my ministry and now in the higher number brackets of my earthly life, especially when I'm down and feel defeated. I've gone to this song and played it over and over again because it causes me to quit focusing on my problems, my troubles, my storms, and to focus rather on my Savior, my God. To a Christian, God is the anchor that holds the ship, even though the ship is battered and the sails are torn. And the longer life goes on, the more that is true. In the Old Testament reading, Job had lost everything, his wife, his children, his wealth, his livestock, even his health was slipping. And as he was battling these storms, he questions God. Storms often expose us for who we are. And here's Job questioning God. And God has to put Job in his place. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm. He said, who is this that darkens my counsel with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set, or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together, and all the angels shouted for joy. Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness. When I fixed limits for it 
and set its doors and bars in place. When I said, this far you may come and no further, there is where your proud waves halt. You know as well as I do, unfortunately, that storms are part of our fallen life. God quickly reminds Job that he's the creator, not Job. Not only did he create the earth, heaven, and stars, he also created Job, and you, and me. How could Job or any of us counsel or teach God? Storms often come or cause us to become so bold that we lose sight of God's plan for us and for life. We often make ourselves out to be bigger and more important than we are. Storms often expose us, and we learn from them. As a fellow pastor counseled me as I was going through a stormy time in life, something like he had gone through once before, and he said, now I spend every day or start every day on my knees, implying that I should too. Not a bad place for you and I to be. In our reading, Jesus is sleeping in the stern of the boat. The storm must have come up rather quickly and it must have been fierce. Let's not forget that these disciples were experienced fishermen. They were familiar with boats and weather and even they were scared. Water was coming in over the boat. They weren't able to keep up. They feared for their lives. Like Job, these experienced fishermen woke Jesus up and questioned him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? They're accusing Jesus of not caring about them. And isn't that how you and I often react in the midst of our storms? The storms which God brings or allows into our lives often give us the impression that God is sleeping and he doesn't care about us. The disciples had spent a lot of time with Jesus, but they hadn't really gotten to know him as they should for who he really was. They'd seen him heal people, but it still hadn't sunk in. They were mostly fixed on his human nature not his divine. In our lives, we all wish we could avoid these types of storms that the disciples found themselves in. And isn't it peaceful when you wake up in the morning only to find out that you have slept through one of those large storms, complete with howling wind and crashing thunder and a lightning fireworks display? And you think to yourself, wow, I must have really been out of it. Well, even when Jesus was sleeping, he was still in control and governing the events for the disciples and for our benefit. He uses his storm to teach them. He could have even caused the storm in the first place. For Jesus is God, and this is what he shows them. He rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush, be still. And the wind immediately died down and the sea became perfectly calm. Up to this point, the disciples were only getting tidbits of information as to 
the divine nature of Jesus. But here, when he controls the wind, waves, and seas, they're astonished. And they respond, who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? We're not talking about healing a sick person. No, this guy just controlled the weather. Who is he? He must be God. There's a gospel message in this lesson. Just as Jesus lets the storms come into our lives, so he also stills them when they've served his purpose. God uses storms to teach us, to get our attention, to bring our focus on him. He allowed the storm to hit Job. He allowed the storm that day in the boat with his disciples. And he allows the storms in your life and mine too. And when these storms come, he stills them when they've served his purpose. See them, if you will, as I shared with one of you before the service, as love taps from the Lord. The disciples, even in the presence of Jesus, continue to show fear and weakness of faith. And like the disciples, we too continue to doubt him and question him at times. Jesus has the power to read the disciples' hearts. He never rebukes them for their rude questioning. Rather, he calms the storm, the wind, the sea, and he brings peace. And that's the message. Jesus brings peace. He's the one who died on Calvary's cross for our sins. The book of Matthew says in chapter 27, verse 45, that from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land during Jesus' crucifixion. You see, Jesus entered the storm with us. He entered the storm for us. Though he was without sin, he became sin itself. He was sin personified as he took all of that on himself on Good Friday. Not just the sin of those people back then, but all sin for all time, for all the world. All the sins you and I will commit today, all the sins we've ever committed, all the sins we will ever commit. No matter how bad they are, Jesus bore them on the cross for us. That's the gospel message that makes Christmas and Easter the wonderful times they are, for the message is Jesus cares. He calms the storms in our life through his life, death, and resurrection. Just as Ray Boltz's song mentioned, though the ship is battered, though the sails are torn, the anchor holds in the midst of the storm. It's comforting to know that our Savior Jesus Christ is our anchor, who holds on to us during the roughest times of our life, really all the times of our life. Even when we're afraid, even when we question, even when we say with the disciples the second question, who is this that even wind and waves obey him? May we with them realize that Jesus isn't only man, he's also God. But best of all, 
He's Savior. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.